You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: the roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, welcome into episode two of Can of Corn, a baseball-only uh, podcast under the Brutally Sports, uh, bru- I'm sorry, Brutally Honest. You would think I would know the name of my podcast by now, but um, Brutally Honest Sports Podcast. It's under the umbrella of that, but it's only uh, it's only focused on baseball. So basically w- what we're going to do today is just break down Game 2 of the World Series right ahead uh, of Game 3. If they have it tonight, there's... Uh, rumors to be that the uh, the weather may not permit the game tonight there in in Philadelphia, but um, game two we're we're talking game two tonight, game two here here and now. So, um, you know, unfortunately for the for the Phillies, uh, got off to another rough start. I mean, Houston can just pile on runs, uh, with with not much you know issue with with not much problem. So, um. Before Zach Wheeler even recorded an out, um, the Astros got on him three straight doubles to start the game. Um, the, they were the first team ever in World Series history to to record three extra base hits before the other team uh, recorded an out. So, um, yeah, it, it was not obviously ideal for the Phillies. Not the start you wanted for Wheeler because it kind of got worse from there. Um you know Alec Alex Bregman, a guy that has absolutely torched everybody in this postseason run that the Astros are on. Um, he hits a two-run shot in the fifth inning, um, and Jose Altuve, you know, piles on three hits in the process as well. So, um, you know, when it all comes down to it, it's a five-to-two win the Astros get over the Phillies in Game Two. Um, you know. Phillies had some chances, not many, against uh, Framer Valdez. He only allowed four hits. He struck out nine over the six and one thirds. He was just kind of all you know, painting the corners, fooling fooling hitters. Um, you know, there was something pretty interesting going around on on Twitter and and all the social medias really um, that I that I was tracking during this game. It, it was he kept rubbing his hands together and he kept you know. Uh, almost looked like he was taking one his his pitching hand and and gra- and getting some type of grip off of his his non-throwing hand uh outside of his glove there so um you know the Houston faithful will will say he was getting checked every inning um you know maybe he was now to what extent was he getting checked i didn't really see those videos surface you know a whole bunch so tough for me to say but 
it was a little bit weird. I'll say that it was a little bit um, questionable. I'll say that because he did it quite often. Um, you know, this is a team that did, you know, obviously admit the cheating back in 2017 uh, in the ALCS against the Yankees um, and then going on to the World Series and winning that World Series. So um, they obviously that was the trash cans that year. They were they had mics. They had, you know, everything under the sun to, to get an advantage on on what pitch was coming. So, you know, you could make the argument that a lot of the home runs they hit, a lot of the just the runs they scored were should should have an asterisk around them. Uh, the Houston asterisks, as they call them. Uh, but yeah, it, it was, it's questionable. I'll say that. I, I don't know about how you guys feel about it, but, uh, as, as a fan of the game, as, as someone that wants the game to be as, um, you know, realistic and, and as, uh, just what I'm trying to say is just keep the game at the integrity of the game as up as, as much as possible. Like don't allow, you know, bullshit to happen. Don't allow a team to gain an advantage, you know, if we know a team is cheating, it's going to turn people off. Now I'm not coming out and saying 100% that, that Framer Valdez was cheating, that he was using a grip because, you know, they did, they did put in that, the, uh, where the umpires will check you every, every inning and, and they put in those procedures and they put in those, um, basically those, those unwritten rules now that, you know, you will be checked, you will be monitored, but I don't know. There's a lot, there's a lot going on uh, to make you think that he might have been using uh, a grip substance, uh, something along those lines. So uh, it's tough. It's tough to say. Um, really, he's the only one that knows. I mean, obviously, there's guys in the Houston clubhouse. If if he is cheating, they know. They don't care. They they weren't that apologetic uh before you know why would they be now but um say what you want uh the Phillies did drop this game the, the Astros came out in the in the win column um really interesting in the eighth inning uh Kyle Schwarber uh ropes one down the line uh from from when I was watching it 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 definitely looked like a home run it looked like the ball had cleared the pole you know on the left side it looked as though, you know, that was a home run. That's a home run ball. No question about it. They they showed it from a couple of different angles, and, yes, it was to the right of the wall. Um, But, yeah, it, it's they were that close to making it a 5-4 a to four game. Um, The Phillies did tack on one in that – excuse me. Phillies, Phillies did tack on one. Uh, later on, or I'm sorry, not later on. The Phillies did tag on one in the game uh, in that in that eighth inning. Um, and and correct me if I'm wrong. They might have got another one. I, I'm drawing a blank on. I know they scored late. I mean, I know Castellanos hit hit an RBI double, and but ultimately, Schwarber then the pitch right after um, uh, the one that he hit right down the line. He hits it like. I'm inches away from a home run. I mean, Kyle Tucker looks like he's he looks like he's Yao Ming out there because he's just he's like six ten or something. It, it it seems like, obviously he's not, but you know you get the reference. Um, 
Kyle Tucker just reaches up and grabs the ball like nonchalant. Like it was just a routine fly ball. So um, Schwarber really almost hit two home runs in one plate appearance. Um, but yeah, he didn't obviously just inches short, inches short of the pole and then inches short of the wall. Um, you know, ultimately Bryce Harper hits a fly ball. Excuse me. Every time I do the, the podcast lately, I can't stop yawning. I need some, I need some caffeine flowing through my system, but, uh, but yeah, Bryce Harper, Bryce Harper hits a little shallow fly ball, um, with two outs on with two outs and, and runners on first and third that, that, you know, was one of those at bats where, you know, you, you can't expect Bryce Harper to come up and, and be clutch every single time you almost expect it at this point, uh, just because of how, how well he's played and, and, and that type of thing. But, you know, that, that ended the threat right there. Um, unfortunately for the, for the Phillies. Uh, now we go into game three though. Um, so Framer Valdez gets the gets the best of Zach Wheeler. Uh Zach Wheeler really didn't have a great game at all. Uh which surprised me a little bit. I mean that's say what you want. I mean Phillies trotted out Aaron Nola game one. I I think everybody knows that when Zach Wheeler's on, he's he's better than Aaron Nola. He he's more consistent. He's more consistent, I, I would say. Um, you know, you, you can make the case that he should have been a Cy Young candidate. Um, so surprising a little bit. I mean, say what you want, the, the Astros do have a great lineup. They have exploded for five runs in both games. So that's something to keep your eye on. Uh, especially with Syndergaard going out there. I, I don't have, he's a, he's a wild card to me. He, he can pitch very well. You know, he can, he can keep up with those with the big boys, but at the same time, I mean, he's a type of guy where, where he could go out there and get shelled and he could have control issues. I, I've, I've seen him struggle before, uh, whether it be on the Mets, whether it be on the angels earlier in the season. I, I just, I don't have a, I don't put a, a lot of trust in Thor as they call him. Uh, and it's in Noah Syndergaard. So he's going to have to pitch, you know, I gotta say lights out because the Phillies can swing the bats, but it, it's gonna take a, a valiant effort from him. Um, it, this game, this, going back to Philly, it, it, you got to get two out of three in Philly, in my opinion. That's the only way. Like, like if you're the Phillies, obviously you want to you want to win three straight and take the series. But if you would win one out of the next three, you're gonna be in deep trouble. You're you're, you're facing elimination at that point. And you're going back to Houston, so that that there's a lot to be there's a lot to be optimistic about if you're the Phillies. I mean, you you take one in Houston, obviously you, that's instead of being swept, you know, in the last two games that where then you're desperate to win almost. You come out, you come out a little bit, you know, clenching clenching your butt cheeks and 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 everything like that. Like you're you're biting your nails a little bit if you're down two zero. Um, you're not down 2-0. You're you're tied 1-1, um, and they went out and got Syndergaard at the at the trade deadline. I mean, this is something Dave Dave Jombrowski has done before uh, when he was you know leading the Tigers and and leading the Red Sox. Um, he's made aggressive moves and and they've panned out in the postseason. So 
Um, obviously, Brandon Marsh came over in that trade, and and Syndergaard. It's it's going to take a, a a good effort from him. Um, on the other side, you got McCullers going for the for the Astros. Obviously, a very good arm as well. Um, but the, it's one of those games. It's 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 a series in which it's hard to predict, in my opinion, just because like either one of these teams can put up ten runs. Uh, I do trust the the uh, the Houston pitching more so than I trust the Phillies pitching. Uh, I will say that, but it, it's it's close. I'll say that it, it, it's pretty close. And and I'm a proponent of like good good pitching beats good hitting uh, nine times out of ten. Um, like if you're if you have a dominant pitcher out there, like if you have Clayton Kershaw on his prime, um. Greg Maddox, John Smoltz. I mean, these guys pitched before I was alive, some of them, but um, just absolute legends. Like, if you go back and watch them, that you know, they start fanning 10, 15 batters. Uh, it's like if you're if you're on to the point where they can't touch you, they can't they can hardly put the ball in play. I really don't care what lineup you have until you know they pull that pitcher out and they they put in another guy, but. Even if you have a dominant bullpen, like good pitching, I'm I'm a believer that good pitching beats good hitting. And if I were to structure a team, like if I was the general manager of a team, I would I would build good pitching. I would build good pitching first. Like if I'm the Yankees right now, um, which I hope they don't do this because I hope they continue to struggle in the postseason, but um all this money they want to give the judge, if they would invest all of that in the pitching and make the, I mean, they already have a good bullpen and they already have a good, uh, a good rotation. Uh, but you saw, you saw their problems, you know, in the, in the postseason this year with all the injuries. So nobody is untouchable. Like the injury bug can hit anybody. The, you know, just being unlucky at the, you know, just timing, timing in baseball is a lot to do with success. Like the Braves had great timing as far as they, they put it all together at the end of the year and then they rode it into the postseason and they stayed hot and they won the whole thing. Nationals did the same thing a few years ago. So I think you're starting to see that with the Phillies. Obviously they, they were extremely hot in the uh St. Louis series and then like absolutely blasted the uh the Padres. So it's it's one of those things where if I'm if I'm on the outside looking in, like if I'm the Yankees, if I'm uh the Blue Jays those type of teams and I have the capital to build a you know a dominant dominant pitching staff I'm doing that first like I I know some people will argue like you know if you can just get the home run you can hang on with good enough pitching yeah I get that I understand that but if you're if you have a Max Scherzer under normal circumstances like not not this year where he got blasted in the first round um but like if you have a, a an arsenal of, of pitching talent, like if you have Jacob DeGrom, Max Scherzer, you know, McCullers, let's say, uh, Zach Wheeler, like those type of guys, if you have a rotation that's three or four of, of high caliber guys like that, you're gonna compete with anybody and and you can get good enough hitters. I would I would try and get some guys that just get on base, almost like the money ball. Um uh, perspective but 
yeah, good pitching is majorly important. Like, if the Phillies got better pitching, you know, by Zach Wheeler, they they'd probably be up two zero. But you know, it's one of those things where it's really who's going to execute for longer. Like the Phillies, really. I mean, Wheeler gave up those runs, and and after that, no one really gave up any runs, but. They weren't ex- able to execute at the plate. Like they didn't. They didn't bring guys in. They didn't. If you leave guys on base, you're gonna lose every time. You know. So, when you get your opportunities, take advantage of them. You know, score runs. Don't ground into double plays. Those are momentum killers and and vibe killers for the entire lineup and for the entire team. And and the Phillies did that quite a bit. So, um, if you're Houston, I think. You're trying to you're trying to rock Syndergaard early, get to that bullpen because, I mean, the bullpen's been very very good, but as of late, but there are holes in that bullpen, and you know to knock a starter out that's that's always your goal. You don't want him cruising through five, six, seven innings, uh, keeping the other guys fresh, and then obviously, if those guys are on, it's going to be a long day at the, at the yard. So, um, I I do worry for Noah Syndergaard. I, I don't know how much. He can really, really give you, um, but maybe I'm just maybe I'm just a hater. Um, I just I'm I think he's an overrated pitcher. He's he was good on the Mets. I understand that that was quite a few years ago, and he just I don't know. He's a little sporadic. I just don't have that trust. I don't the eye test when I watch Noah Syndergaard is just he's good. He's okay, but he's not dominant, and he doesn't provoke fear into another lineup like Justin Verlander. I mean, outside of the World Series, if you look at his World Series numbers, he's he's 0-6 with over a 6 ERA, and he got rocked in game one after it looked like he wasn't going to get rocked. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if the Astros win this next game, but we haven't even got to the part of, you know, the Philadelphia Phillies uh home field advantage will be unfucking real. You know, it'll be it's very, very tough to deal with. Uh if you're an Astro. You know, they're gonna I <laughs> I can only imagine what they're gonna do in in regards to the cheating allegation, you know, you know, the cheating the whole cheating scandal. I'll say it that way. The whole cheating scandal um that the Astros went through. So yeah, it'll it'll be interesting. Um but I know that the Philly faithful are going to absolutely demolish the Astros players, coaches, the every everything under the sun. They they're going to let them have it and let them have it for 3 hours. So, um you know, these guys get paid the big bucks. They they've heard worse, I'm sure, throughout the years and and you know, now they get to to face this crowd in the postseason, so It'll be uh it'll be a sight to see. I hope they play tonight. Uh really that game will be coming on fairly shortly. It's almost six thirty here as I record. So um interested to hear your thoughts. You know, follow follow the Twitter account. It's uh brutally honest sports or the or the Twitter handle itself is brutal zero eight eleven. Um you know, I'll probably put out a poll or, or something like that. Uh on who you guys think's gonna win tonight and, and you know that type of thing. So um, I'm nervous for the Phillies. I'll say that. I, I just, 
I think they get the chance to jump on McCullers, but they they better because I don't know what you're going to get out of Syndergaard. So, with that being said, as always, thanks for uh, thanks for the listener, all the listening, and the uh, downloading and and everything like that. I'm trying to trying to grow this, grow the brand, grow the uh, the audience. So I, I'm just doing the best I can. Um, and I always like to bring you guys baseball talk because that's really what I strive to. Uh, I, I enjoy that the most, and I, and I strive to to be well educated in in baseball. I, obviously, I love college football as well. That's probably my second favorite, and then and then the NFL after that. Then sprinkling some hockey, but uh, base. There's nothing like October baseball. There there really really isn't. It's it's a very intense thing. Every every pitch matters and every out matters. So um, we'll see what happens. Um, I think this series still goes six or seven games, um, but it's hard for me to pick a clear-cut winner. You know, maybe gun to my head. I'm, I might be taking – ah, man. See, that's what I mean. I, I I don't – every time I want to say the Phillies, I just – Astros are uh, – they're a monster, and, and they're, they're a very well-built team. So, look, you know, to, to wrap this up um, – once again, I, I thank all the listeners, and, and this is a new can of corn, episode two, uh, just trying to expand expand the brand and, uh, you know, give you an all-baseball show. So if baseball is your thing, I hope you enjoy it, and, you know, we'll catch you on the next one, and I'll recap this one, this game coming up very shortly, either tonight or I'll bring you another show tomorrow. So look forward to it, and we'll catch you later.